This is SENZ Extra Time, and uh, Gerard Cronin joins us uh, out of Australia from ECN Australia to talk NFL. And uh, Gerard, we're at that time of the season where where it's it's four teams standing. Uh, have we got the best four teams in the comp? Do you think? I think we really have. To be honest, um, we've got the top two seeds from each conference. Uh, involved in their respective finals, uh, championship games. Uh, but also, we've got a couple of form teams as well going up against them. So, uh, Cincinnati and uh, the San Francisco 49ers have been running really hot. The uh, Bengals sitting on a 10-game winning streak and the 49ers on about a 12-game winning streak. So, it's, uh, it's, it's the top teams overall versus the, the teams on form. So, I think these two championship games are going to be beauties. Yeah, looking forward to the mate. Uh, actually, before we get into these games, I just wanted to ask you about what happened to the Buffalo Bills because they looked imperious for long periods of time during the season. That first game the, in the wild card round, they, they gave up a, what four turnovers in that first uh, in that first half, and I thought, well, that's a hiccup. They'll bounce back, but they just they, they seemed to lose their confidence after that against the Bengals. Yeah, they didn't really turn up to be uh, at home. You kind of thought that the table was set for them to go out and play well. Uh, Damar Hamlin of course was at the game. Damar Hamlin the, the player who collapsed on the field a few weeks earlier. But he was there giving them a lift uh, there was, I, I don't know how thick the snow was but it didn't look too great out there. Uh, so that was all, all in their favour. The crowd was ready to go but they just didn't really turn up and, and actually play the game that they wanted to. So uh, really disappointing from their perspective. Uh, a very impressive display of course from the Bengals on the flip side but uh, in terms of the uh, the Bills season, having gone in as the Super Bowl favourites, you know, to start the year, uh, I think they'll be hugely disappointed, and it just makes you wonder what sort of a toll the, the previous month or so had started to take on the team because they, yeah, they really did start to falter towards the end. Mm, yeah, I suppose yeah, that's something else I hadn't actually considered. You know, it's that emotion, emotional roller coaster they'd been on. It's it's hard to hard to keep there, right? Yeah, absolutely. To to be able to you know stay at that top level. Uh, it's really hard to maintain it across the entire season. Uh, and I think, to be fair, like they were a bit of a streaky team throughout the year as well, the Bills. They'd been a little bit up and down. They had a few bad losses here and there. Uh, and as you say, they had the wobbles in that wildcard game, which everyone thought, OK, that's, that's all right. They'll, they'll get it together and, and actually start, you know, start to turn up and impose their will on the opposition. But, yeah, it, just, it didn't really seem to come together. They were just, in the end, they were out-coached and outplayed. So... Um, yeah, a, a bitterly disappointing one for those Buffalo fans. They won't be uh, probably not jumping on any tables at the moment. No, 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 they won't be. Um, so the Bengals get through. They take on the Eagles in Philly. Uh, of course, the Bengals have had to do a little bit of travelling. Uh, Philly have managed to have been able to stay home right throughout uh, this playoff series. Um, Jalen Hurts and co. waiting for them. How do you think this is going to play out? Yeah, so the... Um Sorry, I just need to correct you there. The, uh, the Bengals are travelling to the Chiefs, oh, um, the, the top seeded. Yeah, uh, so, so you got the, the seed, right? Just the, the, the wrong um, conference, but that's all good. Yeah, the, the Chiefs now are going to be playing at home. There was a lot of chat about if the Bills had gotten through to the AFC Championship game, if they were going to put it on a neutral field. So uh, the Bengals decided, no, 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 we're not going to have any of that. Uh, they were going to just spoil the entire party and, uh, and actually had to go and, and play at Kansas City where they played last year. And, of course, they did upset the Chiefs to get through to the Super Bowl. So uh, a really fascinating game which is coming up for a couple of reasons. Uh, first of all, the Bengals are now gone in as favourites, which is really interesting considering, again, they're going to be the road team and playing against the top seed. 
Uh, Kansas City uh, Arrowhead Stadium is not an easy place to win at all. Uh, and um, and also on the flip side, uh, on on the Chiefs side of things, uh, Patrick Mahomes picked up a what's termed as a high ankle sprain uh, in the previous game against the Jaguars. So he was hopping around the field quite a lot uh, against Jacksonville and he really couldn't run or, or do a heck of a lot of his, his regular stuff that, he, that you're used to seeing. He was literally hopping around on one foot a lot of the time. So uh, that's going to be worth monitoring and everyone's keeping a close eye on exactly what's happening with Patrick's ankle as they head towards this big game. Yeah, well, I mean, it makes it easier if you're the defensive coordinator for the Bengals, doesn't it? Yeah, absolutely. It limits what he can do. Uh, if you take out the uh, the running game aspect of Patrick Mahomes and what he does, it actually takes away a lot of the effectiveness. Uh, but the thing is, is that uh, these guys, they've done it before. They've actually, the one team that I've actually seen rattle Patrick Mahomes in the playoffs last year. So it's, it's almost as though the, uh, the defense have actually, they've got a style of play and they've got the personnel that can rattle Patrick. And, and, and if he's limited in terms of what he can do with the ball, he won't be able to, you know, perhaps move around the pocket as well as we would anticipate or make those running plays to pick up big first downs, which he can do. Uh, if he can't do that in this game, uh, then, as you say, the, the the defensive line of the Bengals and, and the linebacking core will be, you know, they'll be really licking their lips at trying to shut him down. Yeah, I mean, you, you can plan for the rush game, but you don't have to worry about the quarterback doing it. And you know, they'll be hunting him early too, and trying to they'll be uh, they'll be they'll be looking to hurt him early, uh, hit him hard, and uh, it'll be interesting to see how he bounces back from that. What about Joe Burrow on the on the flip side of things? Uh, only in his third season, uh, big game for him. How do you how do you like him and the way he's tracked this season? Well, there's been some talk about if Burrow and Mahomes are actually the new Brady and Manning, and. I've got to say, uh, I actually do like that um, that comparison because the way both of these guys play is, is just on another level. And these guys are really uh, the top two quarterbacks in the league. Uh, apologies to Eagles fans for saying that based on what Jalen Hurts has done. But Joe Burrow has come in. They call him Joe Cool. And he is just he, he's a wonderful player. He has come in and just changed really everything around the Cincinnati Bengals organization. Uh, they are not a franchise that has been used to success. Uh, but he has come in with the attitude and you know, he said straight away in the lead up to the Bills game, he was like, look, we're coming in and we're not going to be the underdogs in this game. Uh, and they were playing with a real chip on their shoulder as well about the whole uh, neutral site, um, uh, you know, AFC Championship game chatter, as in people were expecting it to be a Chief Bills sort of um, clash. So, so Joe came and he fired up everyone and uh, he played, you know, he played lights out and in the snow, which is not easy, throwing the ball around, he made it just look like he was out in his backyard. Uh, and at the end, uh, when he was interviewed, he said, well, uh, people better get given their refunds for that neutral site because uh, we're going to Kansas City. <laughs> <laughs> nicely said, nicely said. Um, all right, well, what do you, what do you think the outcome's going to be? I mean, have um, with a, a slightly wounded Mahomes, does that even the playing field? Yeah, look, I think it, it really does. Uh, in terms of what type of Patrick is able to turn out, will go a long way towards determining how this game will go. Um, I think for me, I will still, I'll still lean with the Chiefs. They've been my pick uh, all year to go all, all the way to the Super Bowl. So I'm going to stick with them. I think they're the favourites. They're at home and almost uh, playing with, you know, not as much pressure on their shoulders because they, they now actually turn out at home as an underdog. So they're probably the team this week which may have the chip on their shoulder. So, uh, and don't forget as well, this is a very well coached Chiefs side. Andy Reid is an absolute marvel of a coach. 
and uh, they have a wonderful all-round squad. So um, I'm still leaning with the Chiefs, but I tell you what, this could be uh, an absolute game. I definitely would not be shocked if the, the Bengals could could roll them again and make them to a second straight Super Bowl, but uh, I will still lean at this point uh, with uh, Mahomes and the Chiefs. All right, let's have a look at the other side of things because the 49ers are going to... Um you know they've got their work cut out. They really do. I know they've been on a great streak, but they've got a rookie at quarterback and and, and Brock Purdy who keeps doing wonderful things. But you wonder how long he can keep doing those wonderful things. And they've got to go to Philly. Jalen Hurts, that O line that uh, Philly have got there, they just they just march downfield. Yeah, and that's it. I'm glad you highlighted the uh, the O line because that has been the aspect of the Philadelphia Eagles um, that I've been most impressed with. Last week, they just completely destroyed the Giants, who had uh, come in with high hopes of their own. But uh, they were having none of that. The Eagles, they came in, they just stamped their authority all over the game. And that was led from up front, the big boys, uh, doing the, uh, the, you know, the grunt work, the un, un sort of stylish stuff out there. So uh, I really like this, this line that they've got in front of Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is doing some wonderful things as well, but I guess it's a lot easier to do it when you do have a good line playing in front of you. I saw an interesting stat uh, about Jalen Hurts, and that being that he is uh, he's about the fourth-ranked quarterback in the league uh, when he's got a clean pocket to play with. Uh, but when he's under pressure, uh, he becomes about the, uh, the 20th uh, in terms of quarterback passer rating. So that just shows the value of having good guys in front of you. You've got to have smart play calling and playmakers as well around you, but if you've got those guys in front just holding back that defensive line, um, that, that does a lot of the job for you. But that, that will be a huge task going up against the defensive line of the, uh, the San Francisco 49ers because they have got some players on there. So uh, that, that particular battle between those two lines could actually be a real determining factor in this game. Could, could the way that the Philadelphia Eagles have gone about their recruitment and the way that they play, uh, we've talked about that offensive line, the way that it's been built and stuff in front of Jalen Hurts. Jalen Hurts is a very good quarterback, but he's not a superstar quarterback. You know, he's not a Brady or, or, or one of those type of names. Could the way that the Eagles have set up, recruited and, and play the game, could that change the NFL, the face of the NFL, do you think, for, for a lot of other teams? Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's like a another version of what almost what the Ravens have been doing in the past few seasons with Lamar Jackson, uh, albeit that uh, the how do we say it? the Eagles have got some far better players on the outside, better wide receivers with Devontae Smith uh, and also um, Dallas Goddard and AJ Brown, who they traded for last year. So they've got some playmakers out wide. They've got an excellent running game, which has been the real key to their success. We talk about that, you know, that offensive line, and that leads into a great running game led by Jalen Hurts himself, who can run the ball. He's he's tough as nails. He will, uh, you know, he'll go out there and he'll run the ball, uh, and also backed up by Miles Sanders and, and Gainwell, these other guys, to really, um, you know, hammer home as many yards as they possibly can. So um, that, you know, if you can run the ball effectively, then that helps the game a lot. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a real fascinating one as to you know, how this one shapes up. Because, again, uh, the Niners don't allow much. So uh, if the Eagles can go out there and, and run the ball, you know, like they do against normal teams, then uh, they'll make it a long afternoon for the defence. But, um, but yeah, a fascinating matchup. Are you picking, then, a, um, a Mahomes-Hurts Super Bowl matchup? Ooh, here we go. Uh, look, I'm going to... I was actually hugely impressed with what I saw from the Eagles last week. I thought they came out and just 
yeah, they really laid the smack down. And I thought, wow, this is a really class team that could go all the way. Um, having said that, um, I'm going to actually just go back a couple of weeks where I had actually gone for a Chiefs 49ers Super Bowl. So I'm going to stick with it. I'm going to stay with the underdog 49ers in this one. I think they, uh, you know, they've got big game experience. They went to the Super Bowl a couple of years ago. Um, so I'm going to stick with yeah, the 49ers to get through and, uh, and cause the upset and get through to the Super Bowl. Yeah, all right. Look forward to it, man. Look forward to see how it all plays out. Hey, before I let you go, a um, couple of big names, Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, not sure what they're up to next year. Uh, I would be very surprised if they're both with the same franchises as they were this year. What, what's your prediction? Are they uh, attractive to teams that are looking to rebuild or, or looking for a, a quarterback at the moment? Yes, that's a really interesting question, actually. Uh, it's that, you know, that developmental aspect of having a quarterback and developing them with your team or bringing in you know, a guy who's, uh, who's seen a few things, uh, like Aaron Rodgers or a Tom Brady. So uh, it depends you know, what these sides want to do. Uh, I look at a team like the Miami Dolphins, who have basically started to they've tried to cash in a lot of pieces, a lot of draft picks and whatnot, to try and actually win now because they start to fancy their chances of, of going all the way. And, you know, potentially, if they'd been able to have a guy like a Tom Brady at quarterback this year, then they could have gone a lot further than they actually did. So, um, I, yeah, I, I, early days, I think a team like the Dolphins uh, could be a good fit for Tom. Um, I know that they tried a couple of years ago to actually uh, get him on board, uh, which, um, you yeah, know, would have changed a lot of things. But, um, yeah, I think the Miami Dolphins, if they could get Tom Brady, that'd be a team that would definitely um, you know, look at doing some damage. There's also a team uh, who you might know, um, the Las Vegas Raiders, who uh, currently have a vacancy at the quarterback. <laughs> currently, uh, currently, you've got a, a vacancy at the quarterback uh, position there with, uh, with old mate Derek Carr out the, uh, out the door. Um, so, I mean, he, that's, that's the kind of place that uh, you know, a Tom or even an Aaron Rodgers could go and succeed. They've got a lot of things going for them, um, but um, yeah, it's a matter of putting it together. Also, Josh McDaniels, the head coach of the Raiders, just used to be the offensive coordinator uh, back when Brady was playing over at the Patriots. So, uh, yeah, interesting, interesting indeed. Indeed, indeed. All right, all right. We'll look forward to that, mate. I mean, if, if you were running the Raiders and you could trade for any quarterback in the league, who would you trade for? Oh, 100%. I'd either trade for Patrick Mahomes or Joe Burrow. <laughs> Done deal. Done deal, done deal. All right. Hey, Gerard, thanks very much for coming on, mate. I know you've uh, you got somewhere to be uh, that sounds a lot more thirst-quenching than talking to me, so we'll let you go and do that, mate. Uh, appreciate your time. Awesome, mate. Thanks very much, guys.